The World Call Association is very simply like most member association organizations, an advocacy group of the global core value chain. And I choose my words carefully by saying the value chain here rather than producers. Because we've got members who are producers, we've got members who are service providers to the coal industry, technology providers to the coal industry, and our interest is all matters core, to make sure that the story of coal is told, to make sure that, and what I'm going to say is somewhat audacious, that we can lift the world's IQ on coal, to make sure that the story of the good that coal contributes to society can be told in a meaningful and engaged way. So that's who we are. So every two years, we do choose a new chairperson for, for the board. We do have a permanent secretariat, which is led by a CEO. So those are the permanent members of the staff. And then we've got a, a member body, which is the board, which has got a chairperson and an executive committee. So my role is to chair the board and obviously support the secretariat in terms of their programs. In many ways, if you know how the Minerals Council of South Africa works, it's more or less the same. The recent detail for the World Coal Association, very similar to the Minerals Council of South Africa. Safe to say that in this instance, we are a single commodity advocacy group, but also with a global footprint. The other difference that you find is that we have got associations as members as well. So like the Minerals Council of Australia is a member, ASEAN Center for Energy is a member, We've got the Japanese association as members. So we've got associations as members as well. So given that the coal industry really seems to be under threat from environmentalists and society, how do you see coal going forward and what would be the role of coal in the future of energy supply? Firstly, let me start off by saying coal has become one of those commodities some of us have chosen to hate and yet we need we absolutely need coal. And here is the, the thing sometimes that is missed about the story of coal. And you've just said exactly what a lot of people say. They talk coal in the context of energy. And they talk coal in the context of thermal coal only. Coal mm-hmm. is more than that. People forget that the steel industry, you have not found an alternative for made coal today. So for us, one of the footprints of economic development and advancement which is infrastructure relies on steel. And coal is a critical ingredient to that. The second thing that most people forget is the cement industry depends significantly on coal as well. So when we talk coal from a World Coal Association, I'm not always thinking just about energy. I'm thinking about coal in all its facets. And by the way, I mean, we employ significant numbers of people. If you think about the coal industry in terms of energy, you're probably talking about six and a half million people employed globally. The steel industry, another six million people. The cement industry, between one and one and two million people. It's a significant employer. If you take the network industries that also rely on coal, then the part we play in the global economic development is far more significant than sometimes the story is told. What is the future of coal? I absolutely believe that coal has got a future. Because actually, when we hear the narrative of coal, I tend to think of it as the story of two worlds, interestingly. The narrative that we tend to hear and hear being told very loudly, let me call it the European narrative or the first world narrative, which says the end of coal is here and there's no future for coal. But we forget that a significant part of this world 
called the developing world, where coal is still growing. Use of coal, whether it's in energy, whether it's in steel, whether it's in cement, is still growing. And for that reason, that's why I say it's a commodity that some of us have chosen to hate, but we absolutely need because it underpins societal development. 